We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Vaughn Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's uh, Tuesday night. It's 11 p.m. I'm doing this at night. Just, you know, just got some free time. Uh, Mama Bear and the Cubs are out for the week. So I spend my time car shopping. And currently it's been a real pain in the ass. Um, Friday I went, look, I went looking at a... Um, GMC Acadia because I was they look nice and it's a seven passenger vehicle. But the one I was looking at was on silver twenty five, but they gave me the one that's thirty four. And I asked what happened to the one that was on silver twenty five, and you know I don't have it anymore. So we're gonna let you look at the thirty one for thirty four. And to top it all off. She slaps the buyer's agreement in front of me, expect me to sign it, and I don't even know what my financing is going to be. So it's like, why would you do that? It's like, I need to know what my monthly payments are and how much interest I'm going to be paying you. Nope. So Monday, I went to go look at a Nissan Pathfinder. It's got 10,000 miles on it, to 2018. Price was good, but they quoted me at eleven point five percent interest. Per, you know, and you know, I I, I knew that they, it was double digit interest rate just by looking at it. Because you know, one thing I did when I got the numbers is I came home and punched them in and I said, "Shoot, they're going to charge me double digit interest." So they had me eleven point five percent. All right. So, I replied back to them and said, no. Well, then they realized that they were, they forgot to run my credit app through. So, now they have a bit better deal, but mm, still not a lot of my range. Well, I just got back from Kia and, well, the one car I wanted that was on sale, well, same thing. It gave me a totally different vehicle. And... Yeah, wasn't happening. They pressured me to sign, it just wasn't going to happen. So, I'm back to square one. Worst case scenario, my car's paid off in September, and I ain't got to worry about anything. But, you know, I thought it was the appropriate time to trade the car in. Well, it was still, you know... That's some value. Anyways. 
Last I left off, Pitt landed uh, Leslie Smith, the first recruit of the 2019 class. And obviously there was a lot of uproar over the lack of recruits that Pitt had in their class. People were screaming. Then Panarduzzi dunked on us pretty bad over the weekend. He added um, 10 kids on Father's Day weekend. And, um, and, you know, a pretty good variety of kids, actually, he landed. Most of them were southern kids, you know, if you consider Maryland the south. You know, personally, I consider Maryland more northern than anything because of, well, for one thing, the Baltimore Ravens play in the MC North. And it's just so further up. Maybe it's from me being the south, deepest deep south. To me, the South, well, you know, I'm in Texas, so, t- so technically, I consider myself in the Southwest. The South, to me, is like Florida, Bama, Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and I, th- and I feel anything above that, you're just, you're in the North. But Pitt Lane had four Florida kids, a Bama kid, a Maryland kid, and a South Carolina kid. They landed two kids from PA. The kid from South Carolina is a quarterback, pro style. Pick Pitt over Northwestern. And Pitt just, Pitt just didn't land kids for uh, for for uh, damage control. Like, let's take so and so. He has a pulse, you know, because you know our fan base is getting pissed off that we have no recruits in our class. So we got to make them happy. So let's just take anybody. No, they took some guys that had some legit offers, some legit players. Obviously, they filled one particular need. It was tight end. They got Travis Kuntz, who's a Youngstown kid. He's playing out in California. He's one of the top JUCO prospects, the top JUCO tight end in the, in the class. And because they need help in that position, I mean, they got Will, they got Will Grags coming in from uh, Arkansas. He'll play right away, but Kuntz will add depth because they need help in that position because that was such a critical position for them in the 2016 season when Scott Orndorff graduated. That left a big void in Pitt's offense because he was a big safety net. I mean, he's the guy. Without him, Pitt doesn't beat Clemson late in that drop. He made some big catches. So they definitely need that guy back. They need a tight end to step up. But um, if you look at who Pitt landed, I mean, defensively, they landed five, five defensive players. You know, they landed uh, four four defensive ends and a defensive tackle. And two linebackers. I mean, they loaded up on defense big time, which was unheard of. I mean, I mean, they landed some, you know, they stacked up on the defensive line. I mean, linebacker, they did very well. Got themselves a quarterback. They got a running back as well. 
So, hey, I'm happy. And plus they landed two safeties. You know, those two guys are Kadri Jackson and Brandon Hill, both Florida kids. You know, and plus the def- you know the defensive ends. You know, they had one kid, Bryce Nems from New Jersey, weak side, DeAndre Jules from Maryland. They got Bam Brema, who's a PA kid. Of course, there's Brandon George, who's a burst bring PA. I mean, they landed a kid from uh, Eastern PA. Think about that, for instance. Burks. Think about that. Plus one kid from Williamsport. So, I mean, a lot of times they have, you know, they don't have that much luck there. I mean, but they did pretty well. I mean, they cleaned up pretty well. And their class is in the, you know, depending on where you want to rank it, it's in the 20s or in the 30s. And it's middle of the ACC still, but... It's now shaped up to be a really good class. I mean, people were screaming for Pat Narduzzi up until a week and a half ago. They were not too happy with what was going on. And I mean, and I understand, but I like I said in previous podcasts, you gotta not worry yourself of recruiting. Let the staff worry about it. Because it's their ass that's on the line if they don't get these players. And of course, if you look at the geography, a lot of Southern kids. Now, they can land two PA kids, but these kids aren't even local. I mean, the ones, one, one's Williamsport and one's Redding. So, <clears throat> obviously. People are, are a bit, you know, concerned about this, or some not. You you do have some of the whippeal blowhards all, all that came out of the woodworks over this, pitting on landing these kids, and you got the pit guys saying that, oh, screw the whippeal. Well, here's the thing, Penner Doozy subtweeted. If you can say that, he really he subtweeted the local kids. At least that's how I took it. When he said people were, he said they slept on us, but we're, but I'm not sleeping now. Turn on you know hashtag turn on the lights. You know he's using a song from from future. <laughs> but that tweet itself seemed like he was he was um, basically subtweeting the local kids. It felt like. And if you look at the reason for the lack of class, you can say, and why we had this explosion is pretty simple. One, the local kids obviously didn't latch on early in the early in this process. Number two, the players that were really interested in Pitt, Pitt had to wait to get them on to get to get them in these camps to get them on campus, and now that they did that, did that with this camp over the weekend. Boom, 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 boom. We go from having literally nobody a week and a half ago to having 12 kids. And it's shaping up to be a really good-looking class. And, you know, I think obviously people run – you know, they saw what Jeff Cable was doing at, at, you know, with hoops, and they probably said, well, 
he's cleaning up. Why are we, you know, landing any players? I mean, Larry at 10th days until February 2019, so I'm not sure why anybody is getting so up in arms over this. Or where in the first place. It is what it is, and we just, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. But look what happened. We landed a whole bunch of kids. And maybe some of these local kids will maybe latch on, but maybe not until football season starts. And we may not land hardly any of these local kids. Penn State has had two big years, the last two years, and Ohio State's always going to clean up, and you got Michigan. West Virginia, obviously. So Pitt, obviously, you know, a lot of these kids don't have Penn State offers, so doesn't mean they're slouches. They got offers from other other really good schools as well. You know, they just don't happen to have a Penn State offer. You know, Chai Part- Partridge using his Florida connections, he's come through big for you know big through Pitt so far. And it's amazing how these out of state kids love. Pit. They love the stadium they play in, all that stuff. And maybe just local kids being here, it just doesn't turn them on as much. But it just, it is what it is. It happens. Now, moving on, we got, um, there was an article in the PG by Heather Like reaching out, I guess, to other corporations and businesses around Pit. And I guess uh, building relationships between Pitt and you know, the, you know the Pitt and Pittsburgh. Obviously, she's trying to get some money somewhere somehow and raising money. And it's just amazing how the stuff that she's doing. A lot of these other people we had in, in power didn't do it, and I guess only a few of them, of course. Peterson, too, as you call it, the second coming of Steven Peterson. Then you got Scott Barnes. Those two. And she's building these relationships with these other, you know, businesses. And of course, you know, if you can fundraise and do some sort of thing, have ticket packages for them, you know, they can purchase tickets discount, things like that. There's a lot she can do with this. So, you know, obviously doing some joint ventures here with these, some of these corporations. Hey, it's pretty big. But other than that, you guys, we're, we're reaching 15 minutes, of course. All I had to really talk about was recruiting today. There's other stuff happening, of course. Um, right now, as I'm talking about this, Mike Leach is getting into a big battle with Dan Wolken. And I guess Mike Leach retweet, retweets some anti-Obama stuff and... I don't know, to be honest with you, I've, I follow Mike Leach, and the guy literally retweets and tweets anything, and it's some of the most random shit that you'll ever see him tweet. I'm not sure if he takes it seriously. I don't think he takes himself seriously, let alone Twitter, so I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure if it's really anything to get all freaking to lose your panties over, but there's people in the media that got stories to write, so, but hey... All I can tell you guys is, I'm not sure if I'll have another one of these this week, but this is a 15-minute one. All I can tell you guys is enjoy the week, enjoy the summer, and I'll be back eventually. Hell to pit. Bye.